Music matters. Morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Hayley Ellis. Hello. This morning, shh. Sorry. That's too loud. I've, I've, I've had a late night. Morning, Jason. Thank you. I, um, you know me, I'm not a drinker. I Do, uh, are you not? I'm not. No, you're not. No, I'm not. And, uh, I went out last night, it was my sister's 18th. And, uh, put it this way, I got a taxi in this morning. <laughs> so I was like, I looked at my car keys, I was like, nah. It's not worth the risk. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I can still, you know, after, even after dry shampoo and a quick army wash, I don't quite feel human <laughs> yet. I can still see the grey in your hair from the dry shampoo. I know. I know. I can't get it out. <laughs> oh. It's going to be a fun morning. It's going to be a fun morning with a lot of songs. <laughs> a lot of songs. <laughs> a lot of songs back to back, I think, as yeah, well. Same an hour. Quick. Back-to-back. That'd be great. <laughs> quick disco nap. Uh, but if you're up and about this morning, uh, do let us know why you're up. Uh, we often have a moan, as you know, uh, for the first half an hour of the show. Uh, this week, I mean it. <laughs> so, 8.12.15 on the text. What has dragged you out of your pit this morning? Uh, drop me and uh, Hayley a text and let us know. I <laughs> <laughs> have to turn that down a bit. I think my head's gone. They were purposely banging it at the end. It just was really you. loud. I was like, I was like listening to my kids playing some <laughs> musical instruments. Talented it? children. Rack and rack. <laughs> they are. They're very talented children. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's Jason Manford and uh, Hayley Ellis is here. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I feel all right. I feel all right. I feel all right. I mean, my, you look my, all right, you know. I feel, yeah, I had that moment where I looked in the mirror thinking, I look terrible. I looked in the mirror and was like... Wow. Yeah. Like, it's actually taking years off me. I, like, I think you're still, still, uh... <laughs> Maybe I'm still drunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good morning. If you are up and about, 8, 12, 15 is the, uh, is the text. Always lovely to hear from you, and, uh, always interesting to know what you're actually doing at this hour of the morning. Anything come through there that's caught your eye, Hayley? J- John's texting. He's bought, good morning, sirs and sirresses. It's not a word. I know. I'm up and cracking on with the refurb of my 401-year-old house. I mean, you're speaking like a 401-year-old man saying so, isn't it? Very specific <laughs> about the age. Yeah, it is, isn't it? You could yeah. have rounded it off to 400. 400 years. No one's going to pick you up on that, mate. <laughs> Today's task is cleaning out the old roof timbers and decorating, and he said he hates decorating. Right. Well, there you are. Thanks, yeah. John. Thanks for joining in. Busy day there, John, in your 401-year-old house. <sighs> I usually have a bit of something to sort of say about a lot of these messages and so I've got the energy today have you hold your house <laughs> <laughs> it's it's older than it looks I must say it's older than it looks mine's the, 18 the, months is <laughs> it? I don't know wow new a new house I'm going to do it like it's a baby how old's your house why don't you text in uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the fun banter today <laughs> we've, we've turned into Alan Partridge you know yeah <laughs> There is, uh, the, the, often, uh, when you are presenting radio, it's very hard not to fall into Alan Partridge at the best of times. It is, isn't it? It does sound like a Channel 5 programme, that, as well. How old is How your old house? Your house? Uh, woke at 2am, this is Steve uh, in Plymouth. Woke at 2am, couldn't get back to sleep, so stripped the bed and did the laundry. Now I'm tired. Well, obviously you're tired, Steve, because you got up at two and stripped and the bed. And you stripped the bed. That makes me think that something's happened in the bed for you to wake up and then have yeah, to strip the yeah. bed. Yeah, why do you strip the bed? That was like you getting up and going... I am not getting back in that bed. <laughs> yeah. You give yourself no option, Steve. Idiot. Steve. There's lots of Steve. people um, getting up. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Steve. Sorry I called you an idiot, but you're an idiot. Well, I can't believe you he's just an did idiot, that. but with brilliant new bedding. 
Well, there is that. There's nothing like getting in... Oh, fresh bedding. Fresh bedding. Feeling tired now. Oh, I could just get back into fresh bedding. <laughs> Lovely. I mean, you're sat in a sleeping bag now. Is that not enough? Yeah, I know. Still got my, still got my little night hat on. <laughs> Why does nobody wear them anymore? I mean, I don't know if they do. I never see people yeah, sleeping. <laughs> but you remember... Yeah, you like Wee Willy Winky and that. Yeah, I know he wasn't a real person. <laughs> what I was going to say. What I'm saying is, the pyjamas and, and the little hat. night hat combo... Does anyone still wear that? Is that Next a real? <laughs> was that a real thing? Was it ever a real thing? I remember there used to be those toys that were like the glowworms, and they had a little bed hat. They did. Mm. But again, these things are not real. I'm talking about actual people. Uh, let me know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested. Let me know if uh, <laughs> if you wear if you live in a 401 year old house, <laughs> text in, and if you wear a night hat. We'll get into this. We're going to get into this. I can feel it. <laughs> uh, should we put another song. Yeah. Let's put some quiet on. Oh, that sounds nice. Oh, it's going to kick off. Is it going to be drums? Yeah. Oh. They're coming in. Hang on. Five. <laughs> four. <laughs> three. You knew exactly when them drums were coming Come on, in. Then. You can just sense it. That was impressive. I must. That's uh, primitives uh, crash. By the way, just I have to mention that because last week, uh, not on the show, but in the podcast, uh, somebody said, uh, "You know, the songs are cut out of the podcast." Well, sometimes you reference the song in the link, uh, and we've no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you could have real fun with that. Though, could, could do it. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on Texas morning. If you're up and about. Uh, always, I, I love finding out the things that people are doing. It, it's, it fascinates me every week, every single week. Lee, Lee's up, felt in the workshop roof, wife's still in bed. Oh, He's thrown that out there. It's all right. Well, she, if she can't felt the roof, what's the point <laughs> being up? Just... Felt in the roof as well. It just reminds me of those little sticky things that you put on. Yeah, no, this is, that's a proper job, that. It's a tough job, that. Fair <laughs> play to you. Fair play. Well done, Lee. Uh, so, if you are up and about this morning, let us know. Uh, there's a lot of people driving. A uh, lot of that going on. Tom, uh, he's driving back from Scotland to York for work at 11. Been on the road since half five. Let's hope I make it on time. My passenger has slept every second of the journey. I hope uh, he stopped in the lay-by to, to tweet in. Yeah. I'm cause... sure he has, Hayley. Safety first. Yeah, definitely safety <laughs> first before fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you should, you shouldn't do that, but the fact you've told, you've just told him off. He might not have even done anything wrong. No, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm just upset because no one's texting about wearing a night hat. Are they not? I'm not. No. Know, I, I totally forgot that that was even a question. Is yeah. that is that on this show? I thought. I was, <laughs> is that from us? Is that what we said? Years ago. <laughs> Uh, Pete, another one driving from uh, going the opposite way. Uh, Leicester up to Inverness to do thirty minutes work on a call out. What? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes all that way, all that way. Missing my lads' footy tournament. Good luck, Colville Town Ravens under ten. Score, boys. Go on, lads. Go on, lads. Go on, lads. Go on, lads. Uh, if you uh, want to get in touch, you can always call me as well. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen. I say it. Nobody ever does. <laughs> um, but uh, it's part of the job. I was out last night. Um, uh, in my, <laughs> went for my, out for my sister's eighteenth um, birthday party, and not party, like just a, a night out, you know, that she could finally have a night out, and it was like a family thing, like mum and dad uh, into town, like that. This never happens. I never go into town. Mum and dad, uh, brothers, my yeah. um, brother Stephen, uh, Colin, who, who you know, yeah. uh, a friend of the show, and uh, and boyfriends and wives and stuff like that. Girlfriend, stuff like that. So we went out, all went out last night, just family. And, uh, it was fun, like, but you know when you get to a point in the night when you realise, when you go, oh yeah, this is why we don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a once every, every like, couple of I years. I can't even thing. remember the last time we went out, but right. obviously it's one of those things that you go, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is why we have friends. <laughs> we go out with this them. That's why I moved out at 18. Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, well, I, I mean, to, to cut a long story short, but I will tell you the, the, the full story uh, very shortly. Um, we got thrown out of a bowling alley by, like, bouncers. That takes some doing. I mean, that. thrown out of a throw thrown out, thrown out of a pub is one thing. A bowling we got alley. Kicked out of bowling. How? Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. I'm joined by Hayley Ellis. Good morning. This morning. Uh, so, yeah, so basically what happened last night was we went out, and um, I'm only telling this story because I know for a fact my brothers are still in bed. Right. <laughs> and, you can get and, away with it. And they don't do podcasts, so I know they'll never hear this. So <laughs> if you know them, right, don't even, don't even mention that I've mentioned this story on air, because I promised I wouldn't. This is totally getting out. So, you better not. I won't, right. sorry. So, we went out. And it started all great. Right? I'd organised it, which and I don't do night outs. Right, I'm not. I'm, I've got kids, and I like. I very much like going to bed. Big fan. <laughs> so we've gone out. We've gone to uh, the Cloud Twenty Three Bar in 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 town, the Hilton, the Beetham Tower. Very nice. Really lovely. Never been before. Views of Manchester. Not particularly spectacular views, to be honest. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Manchester, but it doesn't look any better from the from high up. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. It goes after a few cocktails in there, though. Yeah, yeah, because it's like spinning. <laughs> like, wow, Manchester's cool. <laughs> and so, anyway, I went there. Great. Love, really enjoyed it. It was re- really nice. Um, I mean, it's very expensive. But, yeah, it's you know, it was, it was a special occasion. It's worth it. Then we went to that brilliant restaurant, Sapporo Tapanyaki. It's amazing Which in is there. lovely. Really nice. Where they cook in the middle of the, uh, uh, you know, the table and the guy, the Japanese guy cooks it. It's, a, it's brilliant. He throws an egg in his hat. Oh, he does all sorts. Oh, he's amazing. It's great fun. So that was great fun. And then I booked this uh, place in town, uh, the Dog Bowl, which is uh, the the Black Dog, pl- there's a couple of them in Manchester. And uh, it's got bowling, it's got bowling alley yeah. to like three o'clock. I was like, what a brilliant idea. <laughs> what a brilliant idea. And what I forgot was how competitive me and my brothers are. I bet you took a bowling glove with you. No, I didn't go that far. Got my own ball. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't go that far. But we start. We played bowling. We just have two games of bowling. We're like two games of bowling. Then we'll just sit down, have a drink, and and my sister was itching to get to like a club and you know yeah. do something with her boyfriend and, and go off and be normal and uh, not just have to <laughs> deal with us. That's what she was but, Yeah, but we were having a great time. All of us were playing uh, the bowling, apart from my dad with his knee, and. Uh, so it started off, we're winding each other up, you know, sort of like, as just just before you throw the ball, like going, Whoa, you know, <laughs> make it, whatever, noises and stuff like that. And we were all doing it. My brother, right, not Colin, right, my other brother, Stephen, um, just like started to lose it a little bit, because he was losing. But we're all equally rubbish, like none of us are brilliant at bowling. We're about the same, you know, we get about 100 points, something like that, yeah. on, on, on a good day. And... He was, like, genuinely getting angry, but because we'd all had a drink, nobody knew he was getting angry, right? And he was hitting, like, like the ball kept going in the gutter, mm. and, like, he was getting... Or getting that when just the one goes, you know? Like, <laughs> like and it was starting to wind him up, and he's got a bit of a short fuse, and he's a big lad, my brother, as well. So you don't want to annoy him too much. And uh, 
but and so we left it. I was like, right, let's leave it now. And he was like, right. And then he went, right, I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> right, which is the worst thing you can say to no. your brothers. Right, I'm not playing. And he and he and he went to storm off and he threw the bowling ball down the alley. Right. After we've played a game and a half of bowling, he's not hit more than two pins each throw, right? He's so wound up, he goes, I'm not playing anymore. And he went, he storms off, and we're like, Oh, we better stop winding him up now. But as the ball went down the alley, he hit a strike oh, for the first you, time. He wasn't even looking. <laughs> the anger and the rage, <laughs> they went everywhere. Well, I have never laughed so much in all my life because it was just so ridiculous. That is amazing. Which sent him totally over the edge. He stormed out of the, cl- out, out of the club. On a strike. On a That's strike. A way to yeah, club, it really it? was. And uh, nearly took the doors off the engine. <laughs> so much so that the bouncer came in to go, What's going on? And we were like, Oh no, he's just uh, right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Wow. I mean, to be fair, after I chatted to the bouncer, he did say we could go, we could stay. But... <laughs> Come back. That's like a, you know, storm up to your room and slamming the bedroom door, isn't it? But I was like, Wow. We've just been thrown out of a bowling alley. <laughs> like, a club is one thing. A bowling alley. Barred from a bowling alley. Barred from a bowling alley. Amazing. Of all things. Of all things. So, yeah. So, anyway, he'll never, he'll never know I mentioned that on the radio. <laughs> We're totally fine. Totally got away with that. Just if you, if you know him, send him a text saying, uh, <laughs> two-pin Steve, if you want to call him that. Don't, don't, because he'll still be drunk and he'll come <laughs> find me. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Someone's up uh, drastically trying to wrap prezzies for my daughter's birthday with a hangover. Oh, they're going to be terribly just, wrapped. Every, every time that just a sellotape breaks. Ow, ooh, ow. Just put them in the carrier bag. <laughs> oh, no. Gift bag all day long. All the time. All day long. Uh, Jace, Eric, Callum, Gaz, Neil and Andy are on the early shift at British Steel. Uh, that's in Scunthorpe, having a fright, living the dream. And in fact, that's that's how many people are left working at British Steel at the moment, <laughs> after the government has ransacked it. Uh, and uh, so, well done, lads, keep going. Uh, and this one came in. Now, you don't, you don't know about this, right? But this is from Becky and Gary. Okay. Jason, uh, firstly, did you ever buy that lady a pair of shoes? This is <laughs> this is what happened on the show a few weeks back. An old lady lost a shoe in Ashton Market in, in, in Manchester. Right. And so I said, uh, if you... A pair of moccasins. Uh, if you've, uh, if you're listening, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a pair of shoes. Like it, it I mean, I might... didn't know you did this. I would have well tried this. No, this was. O- it's only for genuine cases. <laughs> Uh, I'm in no jeans next week. <laughs> anyway, that'd be fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, nobody got in touch. So no, uh, Becky and Gary, I didn't, uh, I did not buy the pair of shoes. Uh, and then they asked this question. They say, uh, also, um, was there a body in that gun case? Right. I know. There's a lot of information to take in, Hayley. You're doing it, well. It, buying someone's shoes is one thing. <laughs> yes. I will also... Hiding a body I is I will another. also dispose of bodies. <laughs> I'm the all-round presenter. <laughs> I do everything. Uh, no, so on last week's show, right, this uh, this happened. Oh, no, that's not working. Why don't you tell us what it is? Uh, a human-sized gun safe. A human-sized gun safe. I mean, she's made it sound scarier by putting human size. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I have to say, gun is the red flag word for and me there, gun Jason. is in there as well. I mean, weirdly, that sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? A gun safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two things that don't really go together. So you've been there seven years, and uh-huh. there's a human-sized gun safe locked, <laughs> locked, in, the, in, locked, the, in yeah. the loft, and you've never opened it. No. Wow. So we're after a locksmith this morning in the Loughborough area uh, who can find out what is in this gun cabinet for Amy. 
That's what happened last week. This is good. That's what happened on the show last week. This is exciting, isn't it? So, the question is, Hayley, did I do anything about it during the week? D did you? Yes, I did. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> so, stick around. Stick around. I, I and will. you will find... Well, you have to. Well, You're yeah, contractually obliged, really but I'm talking to the listeners. Sometimes I'm looking at you, but I'm talking to the people <laughs> right, sorry. at home. Uh, just don't, don't let that put you off. Okay. Um, stick around, because... Uh, we do find out what's in the gun cabinet. <gasps> we it's do. like, it's like, da, 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 da. We do, we do. We do. Uh, so, yes, do stick around. It'd be nice to hear from you as well. If you're up in about 8, 12, 15, uh, we've got, uh, we've got an actual caller Ooh. on the line. Is it Martin? Is that his name? Martin? Hello, Martin. Morning, Jason. Morning. Where are you calling from, Martin? I'm in Petswood in Kent. In Kent. Lovely stuff. And what has dragged you out of your bed at this hour of the morning? Well, I've actually been up a few hours, but I'm oh. building an aviary. You're building an aviary? Lovely. Yeah, for yourself? I'm, I'm your, in, not for yourself, house. obviously, it's for birds, but is it for your, in your Still house? Around in. Yeah, I'm in building it in the patio, but I'm going to, yeah, it will be inside eventually. Wow, lovely stuff. And, uh, and do, do you have many birds? I haven't as yet. <laughs> so you're building an aviary for no birds? <laughs> I've got an aviary, there's a pet shop, which has got birds, and I've already reserved, they've reserved them for me. You bags in the birds. Have, if um, you build it, they will come. <laughs> nice, <laughs> exactly. Well, they have to if you buy them. I know. They've got no, they've got no choice, birds. Are you yeah. just going to trap seagulls? <laughs> no, he's got, he's been to the pet shop and he's bags in some birds. Oh, right, okay, so you reserve some birds. Yeah, yeah, he's got some coming. So how many birds uh, is this aviary going to fit, Martin? It could fit quite a few, but I'm just going to get four. Nice, give them a little bit of room. It's going to be big enough for them to fly around in. Nice yeah. one. And what sort of birds are you, are you thinking about getting? Just ordinary budgies. But just a, you come to garden, budgie guard. One which is unusual, it's oh, yeah. uh, all yellow, like nice. a canary. That sounds yeah, cracking. four budgies. I love. Have you, have you have you had birds before? Hayley's like, wrap it up, Jason. I'm interested. <laughs> in okay. I've had budgies before. Yeah. Um, one escape. Oh, right. That's why one you're building guy. your own aviary this time. <laughs> yeah. You don't trust them once on Not the shop. Not risking this, are you? Apparently, they're, they're supposed to live quite long, but this one that died, I've, I only had it about three years. Oh. I mean, you're not selling your animal skills here. Really how old they are when you buy them. So. Right, yeah. well, there is that. That's the risk you always take. I find that. So I, I find I, that. I I've also had a dead budgie in my past as well. It's not... Young, so. young... Young budgies. Can I ask place. you this? My mum used to have a budgie. This is true. All right. And it bit its own foot off. And she, she had to... <laughs> right. I'm just wondering if that's common. Am I still drunk? What's happening? <laughs> is that it, common? I don't know. He's, I don't know if Martin's a, a budgie expert. He's just building... He's just building a... Uh, building a he might know if it's a common thing. Is it? Is it Martin common? He's gone. Martin? No, oh, he's still oh, there. Yeah. He's, just, he's just thinking about the question, <laughs> Hayley. Have a bit right. of patience. <laughs> You can't ask someone a proper question like well, that. I'm just wondering whether my mum bored it to tears or in the end it chewed <laughs> it home for off. Just off. <laughs> what, what do you reckon, uh, Martin, as our... As our uh... Budgie correspondent. <laughs> what? what do you reckon? Is that, is that a thing? A bad thing? What's the bad thing? Did you say I mean, it bit thing? its own leg off, Martin. That's pretty, pretty bad. bad. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I've got a dead budgie in the past, in my past as well. When I was a kid, we had two budgies, right? Two blue budgies, Martin. Two blue budgies. One called Manchester, one called City, right? I know. Classic. I, I was six. And one of them um, 
it it flew out of the cage and it got trapped on, in the carpet. This is what you got to mm -hmm. be careful. It got trapped in the carpet. And it broke its leg. So the the vet said, just put a little splint on a little lollipop stick, like cut a little lollipop stick down and just tie it to its leg. Are you right? sure the vet said this? Oh, the dad said the right. vet said this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now I'm just hang on a minute. <laughs> it worked. It was absolutely fine. But what was hard was it couldn't get to its water. Obviously, it couldn't stand on its perch anymore. So we put it on the bottom of the the cage, and one day, because I love them so much, right? One day I came home. And what had happened was the budgie had fallen over and landed in its own water. Oh, this is horrendous. And drowned in its own little water. I know, it's awful. But this is the, an awful story. I know, it's a terrible story. But the thing was, I come home and my mum was giving it, like, CPR. In the, <laughs> like, she was giving it mouth to mouth. Oh. And she's a, she's a qualified nurse. That's she the funniest thing. I love her. That's Mrs. Mum. Jason. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Oh, I'm jealous of these people. Lee and the girls, they're going to meet Pep Guardiola this morning, the new manager of Man City. Not individually, he's doing a talk to all fans. You right. Look, you look <laughs> really <laughs> impressed then. Like, wow. I was like, that's pretty impressive. No, no, he's doing like a big, there's Is a, it big, one of them there's a big event happening. Right. Uh, They'd be like, oh, he waved at me when he's like waving yeah. up. Well, well, it might be, might be. Uh, so they're going to do that this morning, but getting Mackie D's breakfast first. Oh, oh, that'll be, oh what a perfect day. I do like a bit of that in the morning. Dirty Mackie D's <laughs> Is that how you order it in the drive-thru? Oh, yeah. I'd like yeah. a sausage and egg with muffin. Yeah, I do. I do. I, do. I feel like that this morning. <laughs> uh, so, um, this is... this is. I've not felt like this all week. I have been quite athletic this week. Really? Yes, I know. What did you do? Well, on Thursday, it was my children's school sports day. Love a sports day. School sports day is a great time. It's a great time to meet the other parents because you don't get to meet them all the time because you only yeah. see them very briefly at the beginning and the end of the day. And especially with my little ones, my, my smallest uh, son is uh, three, and so it's reception. Right. It's very cute. Oh. Very cute. And then my other, my other girls are doing it as well. So I was actually there all day because they spread out the classes throughout the day. I was like, oh, great. Great. <laughs> I'm here all day. Great. But it was fabulous. Uh, but, of course, the dreaded... Parents race cropped up. Oh. The dreaded parents race. And it's funny because I always think, oh, I'm, a, I'm fairly young, I'm 35. But of course, to have a primary school aged child, you mm. know, well, if you had that kid at 16, you could be 22. Yeah. You could be 20 to 22. Now, how is that fair? <laughs> how is that fair when there's dads lining up who I'm old enough to be their dad? That's not good, is it? <laughs> no. Did you train for it? No, but I... Weren't taking it seriously. No, but some... I mean, there were some fellas there that they were, like, stretching. One fella... One mum had a pair of trainers with spikes on. Like, <laughs> oh, that's too... She'd gone for it. Too far, that. I was like, that is going to pop the space hopper. He's not thought that through <laughs> at all. What I really like is how quick you get angry. Like, I noticed this... This was My favourite thing that happened on the day was I was... Um, Join this little team. It was, like, it was a relay race. Six six parents already like, to, do the, to do the run. And there was a, we were like, hi, are you all right? Yeah, how are you? Oh, I'm Jacob's dad. Oh, I am. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm dead. Everyone's chatting to each other, dead nice. And uh, <laughs> there's a moment where they start running and you go from pleasantry to going, come on, Janet, you lazy get. Come on. Like, <laughs> really into it. Up your game, Janet. Come on, Janet, get your head in the game. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting beat here by the spiders. <laughs> They're really angry about it. So I like that. So uh, what I'm talking about this morning is over competitiveness. Um, because three years ago at the primary school, a dad broke his leg. On the sack race? 
in the, <laughs> no, the three legged race. No. Three legged race. He broke. He actually broke it, right? So, over-competitive. It doesn't have to end up with an injury. It doesn't necessarily have to end up with an injury. But I want to hear about the times where you just went for it too badly, especially school sports day, right? So we're talking school sports day for the next uh, half an hour or so. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, Hayley Ellis joins me this morning. Good morning. Uh, we have uh, many things happening on the show this morning. And uh, one of them, uh, very exciting, very exciting. Uh, so last week... Uh, we on last week's show, I asked people, "What's the strangest thing that you've ever found in your house?" That was mm -hmm. the topic we talked about. And one person uh, rang up uh, Amy uh, in Loughborough and uh, said they, she found a human-sized gun cabinet. That is a find. Yes, and it was in a loft, and she'd never opened it. That's the first thing you do. Never opened it. So I said, I asked. Uh, Ideally, we wanted to do it live, but uh, obviously, invariably, it didn't happen. Uh, asked for a locksmith in the area to see if uh, that was possible. And so what I ended up doing uh, in the week, this week, was sending my brother, Colin, to Loughborough from Manchester yeah. <laughs> uh, with a locksmith to, uh, to get it done. So, um, it, you know, it, was, it sounded exciting. Yeah, that's right. That's what we like to hear. Oh... Oh, a, we've created a brand new hole. He's, he's caressing the lock. I mean, what on earth? That doesn't sound like he's opening a gun. <laughs> he's, he's caressing the lock. I don't know what is happening there. You need some Barry White music over <laughs> I don't know what they got on very well. <laughs> so we'll find out uh, shortly what was in the gun cabinet. What was it? What was in the gun cabinet. And we're also talking about school sports day. The most competitive of all days. Forget about your Olympics. Forget about the Euros and the World Cup. Forget about everything. Because sports day, the school sports day parents race, is where it's at. It is. Very, very competitive. As I said, uh, just for the news, uh, at, at the, my kid's school, three years ago, a father broke his leg in the school sports day, right? That's how competitive it was in a three-legged race. Well, it didn't start off a three-legged race. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say. But it's... Uh, it was after that. <laughs> well, just tie them together. Yeah, it'd be fine. I can't see... Try and get along. I can't see how that could go wrong. <laughs> uh, Victoria uh, messaged me. She said, uh, Jason, that happened at my niece's sports day. Uh, a mum turned up in full running gear. My sister made me run. I whooped that woman's ass. I mean, that is, um, if your mum turns up full running gear, yeah. you expect results. Hashtag all the gear, no idea. Fair play. <laughs> uh, Caroline Ballard said, uh, my niece uh, done the mum's race at my school, son's school. At the start, the women all had their children's hands, uh, holding their hands uh, when the race started. My niece let go of my, my wee man's hand halfway through because, in, in, in uh, speech marks, he was slowing her down. Oh. Wow. Dropping the baggage. Wow, I'm, I love it, uh, and I like the fact that when people get get competitive about their own kids as well. Alex said, "My little boy slowed down in his race to say hi, mummy, and wave at me." Everyone was like, "Oh, really cute!" And so you know, I had to smile and do a heart shape with my hands, nodding to the parents. Yeah, he is adorable, isn't he? But inside, I'm thinking, "Oh my God, Rafe, <laughs> don't you flipping slow down now? <laughs> say that Pick up girl. the pace. That girl just overtook you. Run, run, run! I don't love you. I love winners." <laughs> And Mark Wilson uh, messaged me, he said, uh, I remember the headmistress egging the dads on to line up. And I said, no, there is already a dangerous amount of testosterone lined up. I was right, it was absolute carnage. The best part was the guy who claimed to have had a bad back. 
charging ahead like a mad bull, oh. elbowing people out the way. It was like a scene out of 300. <laughs> Talking sports day this morning on Absolute Radio uh, with uh, Hayley Ellis. Hello. Um, did you, you ever, do you remember your sports day as a, as a kid? I was terrible at was sports you? day, yeah. You don't strike me as a sporty person, to be what, honest. What makes you say that? I don't know. Just... Maybe it's the inhaler laid out in front of me. <laughs> yeah, desk. the fact that you need an inhaler at 8am in the morning. <laughs> it's not going to do it. I used to love the parents' uh, race, though, because my mum was dead good, so oh. she'd redeem me. Yeah. Nice. That's that's quite... Yeah, it's Good quite old Paulie. That. Yeah, my dad... I remember my dad was a bit older than the other dads uh, in the uh, in the school. And uh, there was all these really young, fit guys. And my dad... Uh, so they were all, like... And they would all be in that position, like the, the ready-set-go position. Yeah. You know, the hands on the floor. That position. Yeah. Uh, with their, like, with trainers on. And my dad would be in Doc Martens, <laughs> finishing a fag. Stood up. Classic. <laughs> I don't, think, I, don't think I don't think we're going to win this. <laughs> Got to get into it. Got to get into it. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on the test. We're talking sports day. It's happening at the moment. Uh, of course, it can get in the way of other things. Uh, uh, Kate uh, messaged me. She said, uh, "I remember my son's sports day was on the same day as England were playing, and the races were getting behind. So for the final two races, Mr. Lewis moved the finish tape from three hundred meters to hundred meters. <laughs> so we could all go and watch the game." It wasn't worth it, was it? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Becky Wood said, uh, Mum's race this year was jumping. Jumping. It, it was... It was decided on well, that. obviously some f fella, I imagine. She says, after holding my boobs, I turned into a gallop. But I got massively <laughs> excited seeing my little girl race up to me at the end to inform me that I was rubbish and to go and sit down. Safe to say, I shamed my four-year-old in front of all her friends. And to top it off, her dad cheated in the daddy race and still fell over at the finish line. So very proud parenting. Ill-fitting clothes and cheating. Hashtag team loser. <laughs> Hashtag sports bra. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the, I noticed that uh, on our sports day as well, that there was a lot of people who would not thought that through. In fact, it got to a point where... I had a team of six, <laughs> and then one of the women went when she saw what we had to do because we did. It was like the, the dressing up run where you got to dress like put a hat on and I'll put the picture on Facebook right. of me of me dressed up uh, on a on a, a, a as soon as she saw the space opera she was like yeah I can't do this race <laughs> she was like I'm out of here I do it twice. she finished the race before everyone else so. <laughs> yeah and uh, Sharon said uh, Sharon said my hubby fell over when he ran in the dad's race at my son's nursery a few years back probably because he was running in his suit trousers and work shoes and everyone else had come prepared in their trainers my son burst into tears and has hated sports day ever since Aww. I mean that's the danger isn't it that you actually put them off sport I know and how, how cool is that dad though still on office mode <laughs> I like that. Like he's come straight from straight work. from the office. I mean, it's pretty legendary to do that. That he is. He must be tired. He's had a full day. He's come over, or he's about to go to work. Yeah. Still done the race. Should, should respect that. Ex and that kid, that kid doesn't. I can't believe it. kids, <laughs> man, kids. Uh, and uh, Liz said uh, once there was a mum at the nursery sports day. She wore spikes in her trainers. Right. Nursery as well for a twenty-yard run. <laughs> she ran straight into the railings at the end of Buster Nose. I have to admit, I laughed. I laughed a lot. <laughs> I like a bit of comeuppance. It's always good. I mean, she deserved that <laughs> for being prepared. And uh, very, very shortly, we will be revealing uh, what's going on uh, in Loughborough. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what we like to hear. Oh, oh a, we've created a brand new hole. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. He's, he's caressing the lock. 
He's, he's caressing the lock. Oh. Who knows what's going on there? It's a different show now, isn't it's it? It's just weird. So, last week on the show, uh, I, uh, I asked the question, what's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your house? And uh, we had uh, Amy uh, ring up and, uh, and tell us this. Why don't you tell us what it is? Uh, a human-sized gun safe. A human-sized gun safe. I mean, she's made it sound scary by putting human size. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I have to say, gun is the red flag word for and me. And gun Jason. is in there as well. I mean, weirdly, that sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? A gun safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two things that don't really go together. So you've been there seven years, and uh -huh. there's a human-sized gun safe locked, locked, in, the, in, locked, the, in yeah. the loft, and you've never opened it. No. Wow. So we're after a locksmith this morning in the Loughborough area uh, who can find out what is in this gun cabinet for Amy. I wouldn't even know what a gun safe looked like. I, I guess if it's in your loft, you'd go, I'll Google that. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I guess so. Would you be, I mean, for years it's been there. Would you be able to leave no, that? No, how can she sit not knowing? I remember once me and my mate were going to uh, move in together and we... Uh, we were looking at houses in uh, in Levenjume in Manchester, and we looked at this um, just opposite the park. In if you if you know the area, the A6, right? It's these big, quite scary looking houses, and we went in to have a look. And uh, the estate agent was showing us round the house, and there was like a front room, front like parlour room, and a and a main living room. And the front parlour room was locked, and we were <laughs> showing us around this house. It was, it was empty. There's no nobody lived there. Yeah, and. She showed us round and she went, um, oh, yeah, I've not got a key for that uh, room. And she carried us round as if what? we were going to go, oh, well, we'll buy it then. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> it's like a little surprise, isn't it? <laughs> it's like a Kinder Egg. I don't know what we're going to get in there. <laughs> Three and one. And uh, it was really weird. It was a properly spooky house, like. It was really weird. Chalk marks on the floor. Yeah, but, like, I remember going in the loft, in the, not in the loft, in the, in the opposite of that, the basement. I went in the basement and... Uh, it was so densely dark in there that even when you used a torch, it, it didn't work. Like, I've never experienced anything like it. That's not a good sign, is no. it? No. I was like, and so what? That's what I don't understand from Amy last week, that this gun cabinet, when they looked around the house, there was a cabinet in her loft, which fitted a human, Hayley. <laughs> and she still went, I'll buy that, yeah, I'll yeah. buy this house, bought it, and then did nothing about the I gun cabinet. And I, 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 don't, I just don't understand you, you, Amy. She probably doesn't even open the toy in a kinder egg. She probably just leaves it for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. I don't need to know what's in there. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So, a lot of people texting in. Loads. What's in the gun cabinet? Tell what us. You've been, tell, you've been teasing us for an hour. A lot of people. Joanne has threatened me. This better be good, Jason. <laughs> I've actually got out of bed for this. Oh, Joanne. What's wrong? Wh wh why? What's wrong with your radio? <laughs> you get out of bed. That's the beauty of radio, too. Sit in bed, Joanne. Vicky Cox in Gloucester. She says, gun cabinet's empty, Jess. It probably had guns in it. Previous person moved out, took the guns, but I guess getting a human sized safe out of the loft was too much of a task. I left it behind. Practical. Bet ya, she says. Bet ya. And what's she betting, Vicky? Well, she's not. She's not specified. Specify a fee, Vicky. I'll see where we'll place it. <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen on the text. For why don't we find out what happened? Let's. I sent my brother, Colin, all the way to Loughborough from Manchester. Just to get him out of the house. <laughs> I was like, go on. It was it was his wife's idea. New wife's idea. Um, so I said, go on, off you go. Find out. Take a locksmith. 
and find out what is in the gun cabinet in Loughborough. Hi Jay, uh, it's Colin here. You've sent me all the way to East Leak. I've driven 100 miles and I'm joined with, with Amy and Caroline. And Caroline's nickname is Lucky, she told me before, but it's an, it's an ironic nickname because <laughs> she's not lucky at all, which is great. And I'm also joined by Jamie the locksmith, Jamie North. He's also very excited. He's not stopped smiling since he got here. Shall we make our way upstairs, yeah. Jamie? This is a curiosity kill the cat situation. I've you, get, you come across it all the time, and most of the time there's nothing in them at all. Given that we're moving house, anything that we can sell. Anything. Or a bundle of cash, that would be nice. A bundle of cash, that's, yeah. that's how cash is made, in bundles. In bundles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of hope myself, Jay. I, I, I'm hoping we find something just, you know, it's, it's, I don't mind driving 100 miles, but it's, it's, it's handy if there was something at the end of it. Probably a nine-gun cabinet. A nine-gun cabinet. Seven or nine. Just a one will be good for me, though. I'm now getting really excited up here, surely. I'm not fully in the loft, though, because I'm scared at the same time. What are you using, Jamie? I'm just using some uh, piano wire at the minute that's been bent up to try and manipulate the lock open. It's a good word, manipulate. quite like it. I, have, I do have a list of favourite words. What are the other ones? Uh, is my favourite. Aubergine used to be my favourite, but then Crescendo. It is fun to say. It's... Quite like misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. That's a very good word. This could be a whole new segment on the show, Jay. Just favourite words. Get people to to Facebook now or, or tweet. Jamie, would you ever use brute force or never? Never. He's a gentle. He's a gentle locksmith. This man. <laughs> he's, he's caressing the lock. That technical term. Whenever you caress something, it's normally a positive outcome. <laughs> the power tools are coming out, everyone. Yeah, that's right. That's what we like to hear. Oh, oh there's a ho- we've created a brand new hole. Start the drum roll, Jason. Get the drum roll on. We're coming towards the end of this. We are open. The lock's done. It's been defeated by Jamie. And... That's a cleaning rod. We've got a cleaning rod <laughs> from... Uh, Parker Hale cleaning rod. Sporting gun, a freebie. We've got a cartridge carrier, so no cartridges. That's a butt. Gun butt. Everything but a gun right now. <laughs> and that is... And we've got some sponges. Uh, yeah, ultimately we had a, a, a nice lo- lovely bag there, the sporting gun, and a cleaning rod. That's it, really. I've travelled 100 miles from Manchester, Jay, to, uh, to find a bag and a cleaning rod. So cheers, buddy. There's never been a bigger anti-climax <laughs> since the last episode of Lost. <laughs> but if I wouldn't, if we wouldn't have done it, it'd have done our heads in. So now we know. And Vicky was almost right. Well, she was right, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, I'm glad I never bet you a ten of Vicky. I'd be glad that you didn't so lose any money there. Yeah. Crikey! But now we know. Yeah, sponges. What was in the gun cabinet? <laughs> some sponges and some other things. That was essentially it's exactly what Vicky said. Yeah, Somebody yeah. just couldn't be bothered moving that right. cabinet out. Mrs. Marple, Vicky, though. But now we know. Now we know. Jason Manford Absolute Radio Where real music matters I've got a story that was in the mirror this week Go on It sounds like an April's Fool's things, but obviously it's not cause Of course, it's, it's not April Fool's um, Well, it's July now uh, There's been a new TV remote control for dogs that have been developed Right So that your dog <laughs> can change the channel when it's at home to watch what it wants to watch I've got terrible visions of coming home and my dog sat there watching Babe Station with a pack of what's it. <laughs> I mean, that's a funny job, but it's not on in the day. It's what? What? I'm not that I would know that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they've said studies show that the average. I don't know who's studying this. Yeah, the average get a dog, job. <laughs> get a, real get a job. job. 
Uh, is this what you sent Colin to do? Yeah. Job. <laughs> That's um, job. The average dog now watches more than nine hours of TV a week. How? They don't follow storylines, do they? My dog doesn't come in when EastEnders is on and go, yeah. oh, I want to see what happens there. <laughs> yeah, like he's watching... Uh... <laughs> Come down with me. Yeah. I, just, oh, I love this one. <laughs> Maybe Ollie Oaks he could follow, but not. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It is. Uh, so, um, and don't... it's got everything. Well, I like the headline there. It's even got a pause button. A pause button. Nice. See what they've done. They've, in the mirror as well, because you know that they do this pun central in it. I love it. I love a pun. But what would they possibly watch? And they've done oh, it like a list. I love that. Oh, right, here we go. Game of Bones. Perfect. Top Girl. Nice. There we go. One Dog and His Man. Yeah, that's all right. Spin it round. That kind of works. Barking bad. Oh, barking bad's good. Oh, well, let's do it. Well, we'll we'll throw it out. Eight, Mm -hmm. twelve, fifteen. Uh, Bark and recreations. Coronation sit. Films, I'd be better at. Yeah, yeah. Um, Give us your dog puns. The bark night rises. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, the dog father. You're good at this, aren't you? I'm I'm a pro. (laughs) I mean, I do this just for fun and my job. (laughs) (laughs) Eight, twelve, fifteen is the. is the text. Okay, so let's do it. We'll do TV and films. Dog puns. Indiana Bones and the Temple of Groom. You're just sticking with the word bone for all of them, right? Yeah, well, obviously, once theme. I get onto a theme, <laughs> I'm off. Should uh, we do cat ones as well? No, no, let's not, let's okay. not, let's not, let's, that's too much. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's, Cats still watch television, that's stupid, sorry. Yeah, exactly, they're out, being horrible. Um, so, poor and order. I'm oh. on fire here, I'm on fire. Uh, so if you can beat me... Good luck. Well done. Yeah. In fact, I don't even bother texting in because I think I'm the best at this. <laughs> right, well, well, after the next song, we want another 20. No, 8, 12, 15 on the text, okay? We've got, um, uh, we've got a, like an absolute radio mug for the best one. That's, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, apparently. I mean, I don't, I don't know who sends it out. It happens in the week. Um, well, what they, if, they're, if it's dog related, they have to come and fetch it. Oh, hey. Hey, nice. I like it. Stop that now. Sorry. Uh, right. Uh, somebody's just called me a, a name on, on the on the, on the the text. Oh, let me see. Let me see yeah. what they've called they're, you. Like a swear word name. <laughs> they've said, you something. Starts with gob. Uh, Manford. I should have been somewhere 30 minutes ago. Locksmith gun cupboard. If I could <laughs> afford a hitman, it'd be on his way to you right now. I'm not feeling the love, Pablo, in that way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pablo. I wanted well, you know what was in it as well, mate. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not my fault. It's not my fault. You're going to get loads now. They might complain to the. <laughs> do you know when like, something happens terrible in a soap and they go, oh, God, I couldn't Yeah, it exactly, yeah. So it's just a bit messing about. Uh, so, uh, oh, and, and Brian uh, messaged before as well. I meant to read this one, uh, even though it was a little while back. Uh, he said that he's in the car with his 11 year old son, Sam, who has suggested that I'll never get a text read out. Any chance of reading it out? Well, I've done it. He's asked me to sign it off from Leo, even though my name's Brian. Uh, very odd. Barrister of his dad there, isn't he? Name. Don't say your name's <laughs> Brian. Nobody's, nobody's called Brian anymore. <laughs> there are no new Brians. The Brian name is ended now. Just call yourself Leo, Dad. It's gone, it's gone. Some good ones coming in here this morning. Oh, some brilliant ones. I love, a little, I love a little pun game every so often. Chris, the producer, uh, hate, like he hates puns. Does he? He hates them, yeah. Well, so this will be really annoying him. Lap it up, eh? Oh, okay. you're on fire. You're on fire. Uh, it's at 8, 12, uh, 50 on the text. Uh, so Haley found a story in the paper this week of um, a dog remote control so a dog can watch telly during the day. Uh, so we, we asked uh, the uh, you guys uh, to come up with what TV shows and films they might be watching. It's the sort of thing we do, because we're a bit quirky. Hey, mentalos. We're bad. Any of your favourites coming in? Loads. Uh, any of the Jason Bone films nice. starring Mutt Damon. That's from Jake and Otisfield. That's pretty good. Uh, Star Paws. 
Joe from Ipswich. Nice one. I like Tom's uh, scratch of the day. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? That's pretty good going. Um, <laughs> I like the ones that are not quite right. That's they're my favourite ones. Um, this one is uh, no name on it. Alsatian, Alsatian, Alsatian. I think he means <laughs> location, location, location. That's brilliant. It doesn't quite work, but I like it. Oh, it does. That's I love that. I'm one. having that. And uh, uh, Karen uh, in Abridge says the Great British Bark Off. Oh, that's a good one. That works, doesn't it? Mutley Berry <laughs> presenting that. Very good. Uh, Adam has bought it from Newton Abbott, has bought At Home with the K9-tians. Sort of, yeah, that's sort of in there. I like this one. Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, that's already a... It's got wolf in it. I mean, that already would count, <laughs> wouldn't it? And and Gary, the, the first the first text we got of somebody was uh, Gary, who just said, Reservoir Dogs. Like... You've not changed anything, You've not Gary. changed anything, mate. That's, the, that's what the film is called. There's no fun in that. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. Turner I mean, and Ooch just texted in actual ones yeah, actual about films. dogs. <laughs> Some of them are not even trying. You know what I mean? <laughs> People are just like, oh, what about Coronation Dog? Or whatever. Like, you can't, these not, you've got to put a bit of effort in. If you're going to get the mug, we want effort. Exactly. This is Jason Manford. This is matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I am uh, joined this morning by Hayley Ellis. Good morning. It's always worth reiterating who we are at 10 o'clock because a lot of people, this is the sort of time people start getting up. Tuning in. I'll be honest with you, I'm starting to hit the wall a bit now. You can tell you're waning, aren't you? That was a lit, I just don't do late nights anymore. Like at 9.59, I just started to see your eyes droop yeah. a little bit. I don't. Paddy McGuinness just wandered, and he just—he does a show on a Sunday morning as well. He just wandered in to say hello. He's—he's he's always dead bubbly as well. Yeah. All right. How's <laughs> it going? He's like, I'm like, well, shh. Oh, what a beautiful <laughs> morning! No, don't need, don't you don't need it here this hour of the morning. Uh, I've I've enjoyed many of your uh, dog TV show puns, but again, I'm 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 I'm, I'm getting tired of them. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, people on, are on form with them. This I mean, they morning. are. People are brilliant at this. And but then people are. I mean, this is funny. But then they're but also it, rubbish. Yeah, I mean, this is funny, Derek from Hall, but it is a little bit nasty. So we're doing dog-related puns. Yeah. TV shows, your films, dog-related. Yeah, related. there's loads. I mean, the good, the bad and the pugly. That's a good one. You Mr know. and Mrs Sniff, starring... Uh, Sniff. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But Derek from Hall has just texted in, loose women. I mean, that's harsh, that. It is harsh, Derek. I, I mean, I probably will send you the mug, but... <laughs> I, <laughs> Uh, Bark to the Future, that. that's a good one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right, that's stop now. I'm, I'm done. Can I see one more? Goggle Dogs or Come Dane With Me, that's from Kim. <laughs> stop it now. No, I'm going to carry on. No, stop it. My name is... No. Stop it. That's just a... Funny these. Hayley Bennett's texting Fifty Shades of Greyhound. What, what, what did I say? American like Schnauzer. Stop it. Funny though, aren't they? No. They're they not fun. Like What's wrong with you, Jason? What's wrong with you? <laughs> See what? Right, See stop what it now. How under 20 music. minutes ago I wrapped this up. <laughs> Pack it in. Poor Shank Redemption. Stop it. Thanks, Dave. There is a... There is a a dog-related word I'm thinking of right now that I can't say on radio. What's that? I'm not telling you. I can't say it on radio. I just said I can't say it on radio. All right. Get in. Shall I take this lead off now, then? <laughs> that's just weird. <laughs> that's 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 really too far. Too far. Just weird. Uh, so, um, I'm also getting messages from uh, people who are uh, slightly disappointed in uh, what was in the cabinet. You did big it up a little bit <laughs> too much. <laughs> the thing is... If I would, if I were not done that, there'd be people going mad. What was in the cabinet? So we've done it. Okay, all right. It was a bit anticlimactic. 
But uh, next week's now. show, we're going to find out what's in Jason's drawers. No, we're definitely not. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that would be a big revelation. <laughs> Lisa Wellington said, what, the, what they should do now, because hmm. they're selling that house, is lock something mad in it. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's a good idea, Actually, isn't it? it's Colin come home. Yeah, put Colin in. <laughs> yeah. With a few weeks' worth of food. That is a good idea. Yeah, what's the maddest is. thing they could do? Uh, Joanne Bellamy, who got out of bed especially. Sorry, Joanne. Who uh, said her eyes are burning, said... Uh, <laughs> Maybe she'd be ring- ringing NHS Direct, not yes. texting into a radio station. Sounds like a superpower. She says, I'm not mad, Jason. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Oh, it's the worst thing you can say, that, Joanne. She could have made something up. Amy, could we could have made something up. A sponge, she says. A sponge. <laughs> Fuming. Fuming. I know, we wrung that one out, didn't we, Joanne? Hey, pun. Uh, sorry. I'm so sorry. What pun? Oh, like... Wrong it. Uh, right. Puns are bad now. Right, I say sorry. That's the punitentiary. <laughs> it's a pun about <laughs> puns, though. Puns I know. are bad and you I can't just help did it. one. can't help it. It's like a disease. <laughs> Uh, and um, quite a few people messaging about uh, school sports day as well, uh, about taking it too seriously. Lee said, um, uh, one dad got disqualified for putting super glue on the spoon in the egg and spoon <laughs> race. <laughs> wow. That is hardcore, isn't it? That is hardcore. We were we had to, um, on our one, they were going, uh, no thumbs, oh, yeah, no thumbs, that was, the, that was the big thing. But they use a plastic egg now. A plastic egg? Yeah. There's no jeopardy there. Where's the fun? No jeopardy. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Cara says, uh, my daughter's school don't do parents' races anymore. Apparently the dads get too competitive. Mm. And uh, Nigel said, I once put screws through my plimp soles to make football boots at primary school. It didn't work and I, oh, yeah. I got in big trouble off my mum. Should we do a crowdfunder for him? Wow. <laughs> That's, that, that is hardcore. Uh, if you're up and about this morning, uh, do uh, let us know. Uh, and uh, let us know what you're up to and uh, say hello. No, always nice to hear from you. <laughs> I love this song. I feel emotional. I was just about to put the mics down and then I was like... I just love it. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hope you're having a nice Sunday. I've had three hours sleep. <laughs> <laughs> But it's my own fault, it's my own fault. It's not, I can't even blame the children, I can't even blame the children. It was clearly just going out and being too old to go out anymore. Can't do it anymore. But it's weird what you can do now in, in, in clubs and pubs and stuff like that. Like we went into towns, like I've never, I can't remember the last time I went out into Manchester City Centre, and we played, we went bowling at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then we walked round the corner to another place where we played pool at, in, a, in, a, in a nightclub. You can, there's 24 hour Greg's these days. Did you know that? No, well, that sounds good. Yeah. That, there's nothing wrong with that. You can do table tennis now, 24 hours. 24 hour tennis? Yeah, if you fancied a game, three in the morning. So there's bars with table tennis in table them as well. Table tennis, yeah. I just think that competitive spirit plus alcohol is not a good <laughs> no, mix. No, it's not. It's not a good mix. I bet there's some trash ping pong ball tables around Manchester tonight. Absolutely. Oh, man. I, 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 I'd like to hear the, the, the weirdest things that, that ha- happen in nightclubs and... Uh... Squash? There isn't squash. No, there isn't. I made You're that one up. You're making these up, yeah. but I would believe you because I don't <laughs> go to nightclubs. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text. What other stories have you got for us, Hale? Uh, oh, tell you what, I read one today. Oh, yeah. A six-year-old found a rare five-leaf clover. Now, apparently, there's a what? one... There's a one in 20,000 chance of discovering one, right? Wow, should have put a bet on. Oh, Why did they give them odds? What are um, them odds for? 
Like, you can't go to the coral, can you? <laughs> I bet that I find a five-leaf clover. Can I put... A, I just want to put two pounds on it. What, what odds can you give me? Why did you give odds on stuff that you can't put bets on? I don't understand. I'm going to go in and ask for that after here. <laughs> I would have put a quid on finding a five and go. Uh, this is so cute though, a little kid, Archie Morgan. Uh he uh, what guess what you wish for? Um, did you make a wish on a like five? A, a hoverboard or his football seems to win the, the the championship or No, no. He said he wanted the Queen to live forever. Wow. Oh, he's gonna regret that. Well she already looks like she will, to be <laughs> honest. She's cracking on. I know why he's he's gone that. It's quite a sweet little answer to be fair. It but is, I, it's sweet. I know why he's thought why he's done that though. Why? Because like at the moment, well, over the last it feels like three months, a lot of primary schools have been celebrating the Queen's uh I, I presume it's birthday and uh, yeah. <laughs> something else, I don't know what else what else she's been doing, but they've been celebrating it and every day they come home and they've got some other like royal related homework or whatever. Right. And it's like colouring in or it's it's basically he's voting what he's wished for there is less proper work at school right because that, like the other day they, they come home oh can you do um on a little sheet he said uh, can you get like a a bit like a, a, a cardboard box or a, a shoe box and uh decorate it as if it's one of the rooms from uh the buckingham pal palace that was a shoe old... box have you seen inside buckingham palace i don't think it was to scale it's gone downhill on it if that's what <laughs> i just was like also, but what I did notice on the piece of paper at the top, it said optional homework. I was like, well, that won't be getting done. The option is no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, chosen my option. It's quite sweet, that, though, from it a little is. kid. Maybe he was thinking he was getting free stamps or something for it. I don't know. Well, it's, not, it's a nice... I don't know how it made the paper, though. Yeah. Suppose, <laughs> I mean, it was... five-leaf uh, clover is, you know... And if somebody sat at home who's had a pound on that... Cash he's in he's now. Like, he's over Get the moon. coral. What would you wish for with a five-leaf clover? Well, nothing, because it's not real, <laughs> is it? You can't... Well, it is real. Wishes are real, oh, Jason. Well, we'll see, won't we? Right. We'll, we'll see what happens with the Queen over the next <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> right. I'll put a bet on now. I'm going to go bet on Coral. I or don't know. I, I don't... I, I, wish it, I don't know. Uh, what would I wish for? I, I'm a, of an age where I've sort of got stuff that I need. Like, there's nothing I, don't, I need. Because anything I need just pops to the shop. Sleep. And, I mean, that's basically what I would like, if I could wish for anything, would just be... A couple of days off, like not work, mm. my family and, and <laughs> life. Oh, there was a story in the paper the other week, right? And it was about a fella who'd it, it committed some like little fraud thing. I don't know what it was. It wasn't like major. It was just a little thing. But he ended up having to do like two weeks in inside. He did two weeks inside, and I thought I'd love that. <laughs> I'd l I mean, only like a soft open prison. That I don't want to be in strange ways. <laughs> but I, I thought, don't know if yeah. you would love it. Oh, two weeks. I could do two weeks inside. Do you reckon? Yeah. I'd Let's like try it out. If we've got any prisoners <laughs> listening, uh, what do you know? <laughs> I sometimes think about it. I met a man on op operation the other day, had three days in hospital. I was like, envious that he had three days <laughs> in hospital just watching box sets. Oh, uh, yeah. But this, I mean, he's having a proper operation. <laughs> I was jealous that he had That's three days. That's not good, is it? That's not good, is it? No. <laughs> Not sure about that. Not sure about that. Uh, thanks for all your uh, texts and stuff coming in this morning. In fact, someone's messaging about uh, different things that go on in nightclubs and uh, yeah. stuff like that. So after I've seen the pool and the bowling and the, the table tennis, uh, they said, in my town, there is a nightclub that is a barber's during the day. I've never asked for a haircut at midnight, but they would probably do it. I don't think I'd want a haircut off a drunk person, would you? Well, I don't think the barber's on it. Well, you don't know, do you? I'd expect he's semi-professional. I drink at work. <laughs> It's different, though, isn't it? Well, 
That's, that's a bit different. <laughs> I, I have an idea, though, of a, of a night... I've got this idea of a city centre place, right, and uh, it's called Disco Naps. Right. And it's like a cafe, and in it are, like, are beds... Like um, like those ones that you get in like Japanese uh, hotels where they like like a drawer pull out yeah, yeah. like a morgue <laughs> and <laughs> you pull them out and you can I, just rent them for half an hour little have a little nap and in there's like a hairdresser someone to do your makeup and your just up your, uh, your you know your, your your makeup and your hair and your nails and that and it's, you often uh, get your hair and makeup not me no sleep. but I've seen the sort of people who go out right. care about what they look like <laughs> and then it means you can crack on throughout the night disco naps so while you're napping they. Do your makeup? No, don't, no, it's not. Like, it's not an actual morgue. Right, I was going to say that's the only people who get makeup done while they're asleep. Dead people. I was going to say that. What kind of uh, plan is this? No, you have a little sleep when you come out. You go just sort my hair out, and you, you know, ten or whatever, they sort your hair and do your makeup. If I'm this was Dragon's Den, I'm out. Well, I've seen what you look like on a night out, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're getting overtired and nasty now. I'm getting ratty. I am. What go and have a disco nap in you. That's what I need. <laughs> What other... T- what other uh... There's been a text, right? And someone's texted in, um, Jacqueline Coogan. All right. And she said, are you sure that's not Anna Maxwell Martin who's with you there on the radio, Jason? Who's that? It's very specific. It is. It's very... And also, I don't think it's right either. Anna Maxwell um, Martin is uh, is an actress who's like... She's lacking Philomena and uh, she does loads of, like, period dramas and stuff like that. As in, like, you know... Dramas about diff- different times, not just like, oh, get us not water bottle. Uh, I hate everything <laughs> you stand for. I don't mean that. But, like, she's a proper classical actress, so literally... I probably sound dead similar to her, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like Hey, it. Philomena, put the kettle on. <laughs> Philomena. <laughs> Philomena. <laughs> no, it's Eight definitely 12. not Anna Maxwell. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. It's Hayley Ellis, and uh, in- enjoy while you can, because she's never coming back. Oh. No, she is. She's <laughs> coming back. I don't know how she gets in the building. It's like a rash on her. <laughs> just keep reappearing. <laughs> This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So 2016 has uh, has been at it again uh, this week uh, with the uh, sad uh, death of uh, of Carolina Hearn uh, at age 52, which um, is just another shock, isn't it? Another it's another so kick in the teeth. Um, it just keeps happening this year. Keeps happening. Absolute legends keep being taken away from us. Uh, I um, I don't know if you met ever met Caroline. No, I would have absolutely loved to. She thought she was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, she's a real she was a real genius. I I, I saw her a few times uh, working at comedy clubs in uh, in Manchester and just doing stand up. Mm. Uh, just phenomenal, phenomenal talent. Even even then, you know, uh, brilliant writer as everybody knows, and uh, and some lovely. What I really love about Caroline Hearn is that. Is ne- when I think of her now, I think of the lovely, sort of nostalgic uh, memories of sitting with my family, watching the Raw family, yeah. um, laughing, watching uh, Mrs. Merton. I mean, that was one of the best characters ever created, as well as the Fast Show and yeah. uh, various other shows. And uh, she's a, a, just, a, I mean, as as a comic from Manchester, you know, she's uh, she, she certainly put us on the map with. Um, Craig Cash and the people she worked with over the years. So, I think it's just been a really it's just been a sad year, hasn't it? Yeah. It's just been a real sad year, but an absolute genius. Um, and uh, I just thought I had to mention Caroline at some point during the show today. Um, what I really love about her as well is that she was really... When it came to her ideas, she was really passionate about her ideas. So, for example, Royal Family. So she's pitched this idea to, to the BBC. It's a family that... It doesn't leave the living room. 
Mm. Don't leave the house, don't leave the living room. And the exec said, well, you know, that's not a sitcom. So it needs to, it needs to be on location. And she stood her ground, even though it risked not being made. She stood her ground on two fronts, which was that there was no location shots. There were, you know, there's none of that sort of stuff going on. And, uh, and the other thing was uh, they wanted it to do it in front of a live audience. Can you imagine? I know, it would have completely ruined it, wouldn't it? How terrible that would have been in front of a live audience. Uh, so she stood her ground and, you know, I think we've got one of the best sitcoms ever created there. Absolutely brilliant. There was nothing like it. It's just great, it hasn't wasn't been it? since. 25 episodes, that's all there was. But really? it still has such a lovely, um, just a, it's just, it's just lovely. It just stays in your mind, doesn't it, that? And Christmases won't be the same now about the Royal Family at Christmas. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, uh... Very, very sad. So, uh, my thoughts go out to, obviously, all our family and friends, and uh, let's have a little memory of Caroline Ahern. Unlike her husband, Paul Daniels, who's known for his cunning stunts, my next guest is known for her stunning costumes. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Debbie McGee. Ready to? Yeah. What did you have? Um, well, we shared a fray bentos steak and kidney pie. Oh. I had the, the steak and kidney and I just gave Dave the uh, crust. Crust. Don't you like the steak and kidney, Dave? Yeah, I prefer it. <laughs> Hello. Glasicos de Parados, Miatrology, Avali Portos, Scorchio. Minia Cuniatella Anterior, Scorchio. Minia Cuniatella Exterior, Scorchio. Monto Blanco, Scorchio, Costa, Scorchio, Meteorologicus Manana, oh, Scorchio. <laughs> so, Debbie, you're very pleasing on the eye, if I might say. So I think Chris has realised that. <laughs> but what first, Debbie, attracted you to the millionaire Paul Daniels? <laughs> Carolina Hearn, who sadly passed away this week at the age of 52 absolute genius uh, thanks for listening to the show this morning I will see you uh, next Sunday and uh, thank you Hayley for joining us no thank you for having me have a lovely week